You're listening to the Screening in Kingston podcast. For more on Screening in Kingston, more episodes, info about our movie clubs, and a lot more fun movie content, visit screeningandkingston.com. working it's september taylor cleared her throat we're yep. ready to go just as i was doing the openings let's do I it <laughs> let's before we started recording mike said this is gonna be a rough episode and clearly it was a huge and, and on time on time i pressed recording and it didn't work <laughs> like it's it, on my screen it was just like starting in three two one zero 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 and just wasn't doing anything so was it last week where at the very end you couldn't we couldn't hear each other or you couldn't hear me and i couldn't that was like after we were recording we we had finished recording and then we couldn't hear each other and the week before was the episode where two of your audio files were on top of each other we got gremlins yeah it's been it's been a very rough (laughs) couple of weeks um, and I like I'm I was serious, Taylor. I think this is going to be a rough episode. I watched two movies, uh, streamed two movies, and I had and I was telling you like two minutes ago, I had to look them up again to remember what they were called. Yeah, that's not a good sign. <laughs> no, it's, that's not that's not a good start. And I don't know how we're. This is one of those episodes. Remember how we talked about we never know how long we're going to fill, like how we're going to fill the time. Like yeah. some weeks, it just feels like how are we going to get through an hour. That's how I feel today because neither of my movies are worth spending more than a minute and a half on because they were both so atrociously bad that I just, I don't even know why I watched them, honestly. I just so I'm going to have something. to be, I'm going to be the MVP this episode, apparently. Have yeah, to you're really going to have to carry the load today. Draw out my, uh, I can probably throw in some headlines did you see that selena gomez is in trouble for violating strike rules for promoting her new show or it's not a new show the new season only murder no i didn't i didn't see that that's interesting so she was promoting only murders in the building and got in trouble i didn't read the article uh, but if we're if we're pressed for content i can pull up the article in real time let's see what selena gomez (laughs) is up to yeah because that that shows in its third season now yeah Um, so and it just released like very recently i don't know how like union rules work okay so variety has a an article selena gomez deletes only murders instagram post after being accused of breaking seg aftra strike rules and they're not allowed to promote movies like that's that is the rule they're not allowed to promote anything but it's a tv show doesn't matter tv and movies are all under the same right because it's the same year okay yeah uh i guess i just i really i still i'm stuck in like 2005 and i just see her as a singer so i'm like how is she in the union but she is an actress as well (laughs) an instagram post that tagged her hulu series only murders in the building was pulled from selena gomez's profile after she was accused by many followers of breaking seg after strike rules the post appeared to be a video from the set of the comedy show. Gomez ta- Go- Gomez tagged the official Instagram account uh, for only murders in the building in the caption for the video and added, 
Missing and Wanting. The post generated over 1.1 million likes in 15 hours before it was pulled from the profile. Um, yeah, so SAG after strike rules prohibit members from promoting their work via press yeah. interviews or social media posts while the strike persists. Gomez did not speak in the set video, nor did she encourage followers to watch the show in the caption, but she did tag the official only murderers in the building account. Yeah. The tag leads followers to assume the video was from the set. Whether that constitutes a rule break was being debated. Many of Gomez's followers accused her of scabbing with one follower calling the post tone deaf. See, I see it more as her being like, I miss working. Probably. That's, that's, <laughs> I don't I mean, think that's, I don't. That's what I interpret from that is. is Everyone. Everyone is always in this day and age, like looking for like five layers of meaning, meaning. Mm-hmm. And I think she literally is saying like missing and wanting to be back to work. And oh, like, that's probably exactly what it is. Yeah. Tone deaf, maybe like maybe naive yeah, to think naive. that that doesn't. Um, but I think also what people don't. Yeah. Anyways, we don't want to get into the get into union talk again because uh, that could be a whole three we don't three episode <laughs> <laughs> i i um, think i think we're four minutes into this episode taylor i say let's get into union talk um i don't know how long you have to talk about your movie but <laughs> i just think like i i feel like I, you're how do i phrase this selena gomez is now a villain for being like i want to go back to work why yeah, is which like i don't you know think what that's I mean? fair i don't think that's no fair. Yeah. You can you can do two things at once. You can be like, yes, I think everyone should have, deserve a fair wage. Plus, also, I miss working on set. Yeah. I'm working with two of the biggest comedy legends yeah. in the world. That's like a huge all- opportunity. And I know that apparently, apparently, it's just the best thing to work on ever. Like, everyone's just so great, and it's a good atmosphere. Um, like, everyone's in that show now. Everyone. Yeah, Paul Rudd, Meryl Streep's in it. Um, Meryl Streep's in it? Oh. Yeah, she's in the new season. I haven't watched it. Apparently, watched it's very good. Yeah. I haven't watched any of it. Apparently, it's amazing because oh, really? I don't have Hulu. I like the first season. You know, it's oh yeah, it's on Hulu. Yeah, Hulu so that would original. be Disney. Yeah. Yeah, and you don't even have Hulu. You don't have any of that. No, I don't have any of that because I'm, yeah, I'm stuck in the Stone Ages. I'm literally <laughs> watching a show from the 1970s on YouTube right now with my husband. That's well, connection. that aside, um, yeah, like I think. <laughs> I think you can say, I, I think you could say it's tone deaf in some ways. Like, it's very self-serving. It's I don't think not... it's scabbing. I don't think it's no, scabbing. Like, I, I, don't I think, think she wasn't thinking. She wasn't thinking about it from that perspective, at least. She was thinking it in, from the perspective you're doing, which when you just read me the tweet, that's what I thought was, oh, she missed working. And, and maybe you shouldn't be saying that in the middle of a strike either. But, it, like, I never thought of that as promoting the show. It's, oh, you, you miss working. You miss your job. You miss going to work. You enjoyed it. Totally fine. There's a strike going on. So maybe you should like think twice before posting, which I think everybody could do. Like everyone could be, could stand to like double, you know, check something before posting it. Um, But I think at the end of the day, why should she be held responsible as some sort of villain or held as some sort of villain just for missing something that she loved, like missing her job? I I guess the big boo-boo was that she like tagged the tv yeah, show <laughs> the which is probably like that's the part where it's like okay if you want to but like if i was on her team everyone has a team right yeah if i was on her team I would PR like, okay, okay like two things one let's not tag that would be number one and number two why don't you just clarify it at the bottom like i get i get 
of the age saying less is more and just saying those two things is kind of like the punchy thing. But it's like, then just, just, just press your space button and add a little thing of like, you know, I, I looking forward to getting back to work once, once the strike is settled or whatever, add some context to it. Also, this is to think that this is to say that she runs her own accounts. Like she may very well. I know <laughs> she's true. like, I know she's like very active on. I want to say like TikTok. I think like she's of the age where I wouldn't put it past sure. her. She probably sure. does run her own accounts, but like she also might not. You you're know what so I mean? right. I didn't even think about that, and you're absolutely right. This was an intern. Like it was probably not even. It probably wasn't even her. I'm sure she's involved in the content. You're right, but she has a team. There's no way. There's no, like, any big star has some kind of a team with them. Yeah, you're right. This could have not even been her. I, yeah. So that's the, the biggest headline that I saw recently. I think I saw that today, that poor Selena. She's been in the media off and on this past year with her, yeah, with her feud with Haley Bieber, and she's making music again, and apparently she can't miss work. <laughs> i uh i i didn't know of any of her feuds um, oh yeah but, that's yeah very big on social media oh okay i'm not i'm not up to date on selena gomez um i i mean i knew nothing of her career actually prior to seeing i guess it, like i've heard the name but she's only a former disney girl yeah which and it was past my time like when she was doing disney it was past the time that i would have like i wouldn't i would recognize people from like boy meets world Right, not whatever yeah. she was on. I don't like. I don't know. The Wizards of Waverly Place. I'm oh, was sure. that the one? Oh, <laughs> she was just like. Yeah. I was aging out. I would say I was yes. aging out of Disney when she was, yeah. but I watched Disney longer than I probably was like socially acceptable. But like well, whatever. You can watch, people watch it now. That's fine. You can watch uh, Disney <laughs> stuff now. No, I, I, I think Wiz. I think Wizards of Waverly Place was a show that started just as I was a little bit like too old and kind of moving on from those, those types yeah. of things. Like, I think I, I want to say that. And then of course she has a music career, but like, I could not tell you one of her songs. No, no. <laughs> and I, I don't and think, I, like, I don't do, think she's done like movies. Has she? Maybe. Not that, not that I, not that I can name. And again, only murders in the building is kind of the only reference I have for her. And again, I, so I've watched the first and second season. I haven't caught up on the third yet, but I think it's on now. The third just is on now. Okay, so yeah. it's yeah. So I'm kind of caught up, just not for this year. She's okay. In like it? She's yeah. She's fine. There's a few things about her that annoy me as an actor. I'm like, I know what you're. I know the tone you're using. You know the thing you're doing. Like, I get it. Like, you're kind of a young and experienced actor. Like, there's a few things where I'm like, you need you need serious like training. Right. Just for a few things. There's, again, I only have, I think I'm one of the only people who would sit there and be annoyed by it because I've spent most of my working time and working life working with actors at a young age where you're trying to work them out of certain habits. And there's just certain things about the way she talks that I'm just like, oh, that would annoy me. That would very, annoy me so very much. Disney, very um, child actor, which is funny. So I'm listening. I was listening to a podcast called... Um, the good guys and it's oh do you remember the show it's oh, i'm gonna blank zach drake drake and drake and josh do so you remember i that? have i don't i don't but i i have been told of this show many times okay and i now know a little bit about it because the one of the guys was in oppenheimer 
Yes, Josh, yeah. Josh Peck. So Josh Peck was a, a child actor, and on his um, podcast, he mentioned how child actors often have to take like acting classes later on because they right. have like the comedic sensibilities of like elderly people because right, they like yes. were grew up on these sets where like the comedy is like very I guess like sanitized. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it makes that what you're saying about Selena Gomez checks out. She like would have learned how to act on like Disney shows, right? So Oh, definitely. Yeah. And and that's kind of, you know, any any time I I my brain always whenever I hear things about people go to, yeah, but they're not even that good in it. Like I I go to that critical spot of can't we complain when someone's either really good or really bad? Like one of the complaints that I think is worthwhile is talking about someone like Casey Affleck the year he did that movie that he was actually good in. It's like, well, now it's fine. Now we can have a conversation about this evil person and whether or not he should be here or Ren should be there because he's done something that is worth notoriety. Some person who's not doing anything and people complain about them. I'm always like, why? There's a million. There's a million actors out there, millions doing shows across the world. And many of them are good and many of them are bad. And many of them have talents. And many of them don't. People love and, her. She's like a... And I know people really... She's an icon, apparently. She's big yeah. up there, especially with a certain age range. And yeah, having watched that... I remember thinking, oh, wow, Selena Gomez is in this, never seen her. Now I'm going to kind of see what all the hype is about. And I was left kind of going, eh. <laughs> like, Here you go, Mike. Here's right. a fact for you. In February 2023, she regained her status as the most followed woman on Instagram and became the first woman to reach 400 million followers on it the following month. And so you like, said she had a music career, though, right? Yeah. So someone likes her. She's the most I know, followed. But music people, people who listen to music are are diehard. Like, you know, they're they're yeah, they're like wild. Like fandom kind of comes from that, like fanatic. And I'm t- there's no people say like oh, Star Wars fans or Marvel fans or movie bros are like the worst kind of fandom. I don't agree. I think people who listen to the music are the worst kinds of fandom, and that is. Like, it, it, that's where she probably gets most of the followers, especially if she's big on TikTok and she probably does all those things. Like, you know how there's, like, trends? Yeah, and she probably like, is part of the trends. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, if she's she into music been... and performing, she probably does those. She has been in a movie we've both seen. Can you guess oh. which one? Hmm. Is it recent? Like, give me, give me a year. 2019. <laughs> Didn't know. Um, no, I, I can't even. Adam can't Driver was in it. Adam Driver. Okay. Marriage Story? The Dead Don't Die. She's in The Dead Don't Die? Really? (laughs) And she's also, um, apparently, she was in Spring Breakers, which was a big movie. I didn't watch that one, but that's like a, of a certain age with girls. That's like a big, big movie. Um, And then a couple, like a handful of other, like, movies. But I think she's largely known for her tv and movie i would or music like i can't even picture her in the movie like i remember bill murray i can see bill murray and adam driver like 100 in that movie like i could see their faces i could see them in it but i can't i don't remember her remember remember there's like a lot of side stories in that there's every there's like a million side stories there's a bunch of like young kids like doing um like a road trip i want to say she's like one of the road road trippers I vaguely remember that, yeah. In a motel, they might be committing crime. I can't. I can't what remember. a weird movie. That was such a strange film. Like that was such a weird, weird movie. Uh, yeah. 
I don't remember it well. I don't remember. I don't remember her from that. I remember not liking it. And And like, listen, my criticisms are just about seeing her as an actor. For all I know, talented musician is very good on Instagram, has like a good following, has like is good to her fans, could be a wonderful person. And like with any younger actor, if she improves over time or I see her more things and she gets better, I'll I'll praise her as much as, you know, I'm going to criticize her. I was just surprised at looking at Only Murders in the Building that she was kind of, she's just on a lower level than everyone else. And you well, can just kind of tell. The other people are like a, well, I think people would consider her an A-list celebrity, but like comedic legends, you know? Mar- Martin Short and, and Steve Martin, you mean? Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of yeah. odd that, <laughs> but no, you know what? I, I get what you're saying. Like that's a high bar. Yeah, but that's like, a high bar. Be, like Nathan Lane, who was in the first season, um, like even his performance, like it's just any, any person in that show, she just seemed like she wasn't quite at kind of the same level. Like too, I wonder, a little too stone faced, a little too like stiff. I wonder if she was cast to like get that demographic. Oh, I'm sure. And show. it's clearly worked. It's a hugely popular show. And yeah, and and I think the first season was good, and the second season was good, and apparently this third season is amazing. And she doesn't stick out like a sore thumb. Like you kind of, right. I think you kind of get used to her after a while. I think that that happens. I'm making it sound so much worse uh, <laughs> than it is, but no. yeah, I thought, I thought she was fine. She was fine. You, I, my point was, you could replace her with someone else, and I don't think it would have made a difference. But you're probably right in terms of the demographic, and really like, okay, let's make this like show that's on streaming on a hulu streaming service it's their flagship show like it's the, it's the reason why people have hulu yeah i couldn't i couldn't tell you another hulu original hmm let's think about that how many hulu things can you name <laughs> I, I, I don't think i can name one yeah i, I cannot tell I can you name another hulu original so yeah, here um to bring it back to my original headline this like this post right and how yeah. some people are, are accusing it of promoting the show so I've never, you know, say you live in a universe where you've never watched Only Murders in the Building. Mm-hmm. You see this post. Is this, which isn't like, it's not a clip of the show. I don't even know if there's actors in the show. It's a video of the set. Right. Would you now go out and watch this TV show? No. Um, not the Which is why I don't think it's promotion. No, to me, that's not promotion. To me, that was a personal She's not even in the video. Yeah, I think I think it's completely unfair for, for anyone to like. But again, you're, you're right. This is just people need to have a reason to be mad at people. And anytime we have a celebrity, we want to tear them down. I mean, she'll survive this. She'll be totally fine. Oh, yeah. But yeah, like I read that as I miss working. work. And I miss working. And I miss this set. And I miss this crew. And I miss this team. And I want to be back here. A set by, uh, by if she had not tagged, the the you'd have you wouldn't even know what production it was exactly you'd have no clue you'd have no idea what she was even talking about unless it's a very iconic set set, like friends i don't know is it yes i no i don't think it's (laughs) because i mean that the set moves around like they've got their inside their apartments but they do a lot all over the place so right i don't think there's one set that's universally recognized with with this show not that i can think of well there you go but yeah they're not allowed to promote anything they technically can go on things like talk shows or podcasts or types of things if talk shows were running. They could technically do that, but they're not allowed to talk about their current projects. They can just talk about themselves. I themselves, saw an, yeah. 
I saw another headline, um, my boy, Mads Mikkelsen, and then two other actors, obviously not as important as Mads, um, are allowed to go on a circuit, like one of the film circuits. Let me see if I can pull up that headline. I saw there's been some exemptions that have been levied for certain things. Like they've been like, okay, we'll, we'll give, you know, we'll give an exception to this group or this group. And I know there's like a few of those going around. So maybe there was a reason. Here it is. Another variety. Adam Driver, Caleb Landry Jones. Don't know who that is. Jessica Chastain, Mads Mikkelsen expected to attend Venice Film Festival. Mm, they're allowed to go. Okay. Um, and some again, like I'm thinking like Mads Mikkelsen, yeah, he's probably part of the union because he works in um he works in America, but also he's Danish. So why should he be penalized? He should be allowed to go promote things. And if he's working on a film that's not part of the union, that's fine. Like like the fact that House of Dragon was allowed to continue its TV production because, you know, in, in the UK. But I think because he's part of the union, like he's probably in the union. So he has to follow the union rules regardless of where he's from. So Driver is going to promote Michael Mann's uh, Ferrari. That's a hard word for me to pronounce. Um, Landry Jones is coming for Luke Benson's dog man or dogman. Um, Mickelson will trek for Danish director. Okay, so that, that makes sense. And Chastain for Mexican auteur. So some of the movies are not American. Is Michael is Michael Mann American? Uh, Michael Mann, no, I think he's a. And the the above films have been obtained waivers because they're indie productions that have not been produced by AMPTP members. Oh, Michael Mann is American. So. Anyways, that was the other big yeah. strike headline I saw. Yeah. And then all the comments were like, of course, the million dollar people are allowed to um, promote their movies. And people were like, it has nothing to do with the actors. It's no. the no. movies they're producing. I love the peanut gallery, <laughs> like when you read the, the comments on these posts. But have you heard? I thought they struck up an in. Uh, they're getting close to a deal, but maybe I hallucinated. Yes, yeah, so they're they're getting close, but I don't. I so there's two different unions here. You've got the film and then the uh, actors. You got the, you sorry, the actors they, like, and the writers. writers. The writers and the actors essentially. And so I think it's the actors that are close to a deal, but the writers not so close. But but it is in the right direction. Like everyone's back to negotiating, which is usually a good sign. So yes, there's this deal. I think that's coming close for for the actors. I I don't think the studios, regardless of of how they feel about the money breakdown, they're not going to let this go well into the fall. Like it might go a little bit into it, but I, I they're not going to because there's just too many other big releases and too many other big things planned. And off of Oppenheimer and Barbie's success, there is this sort of feeling of like, wow, people just like flocked back to the movie theater for something that is technically not considered part of a cinematic universe, a sequel, or a massive like Deadpool movie. Like they, there was a certain element of new and freshness to both those films, even though they're based on previous things. So I think there is this sense from the studios of we've got to keep this rolling here. Like we've got to make sure cash we in the new stuff before people in. get bored and go do something else. Exactly. Watch Hulu TV. Did you know that Selena Gomez has 428 million followers on Instagram? Mike, I told you that she's the highest followed woman. 
That's were you a, not I didn't think it was you not that listening? Much. No, I was listening. I just didn't I didn't think you gave a number. I, I gave, didn't think 420 in, million was going to so be the number. February 2023 she reached the highest and then a month later reached 400 million. So since That's then like, like almost since, half a billion people. I just don't she I'm surprised that she has more followers than a Kardashian. Because the Kardashians are like huge right. global phenomenon. What whatever you think of the Kardashians, you have to admit they're a global phenomenon. And they're they're, they're followed. There are seven billion people on the planet, and half a billion of them follow Selena Gomez on Instagram. Apparently she's very likable. I get the sense that she's well liked. All I know is if I was directing her, I would be very annoyed very fast. Because of certain things, I'd be like, stop doing that. But they're banking. <laughs> the director's banking on that half a billion oh, following. 100%. Yes. I get it. I get it. I'm, I'm not saying there isn't a correlation between, okay, you hire someone based on likability or you hire someone based on we can promote our film. I get that. I just obviously look at something for just the quality of what I'm watching. I'm, I'm not interested in, in the bankability of it. Like, I understand why, for example, Gal Gadot was cast in one of the movies i watched was it a good movie no <laughs> did, was she good no no <laughs> was, <laughs> was did it have any redeeming qualities whatsoever none none whatsoever i'm sure some people watched it because they recognize her is that I'm a sure segue that into your review mike or do we have fan questions we don't have any fan questions this week no our fans have abandoned us in our time of need um that checks out we lost every single listener yeah radio silence uh yeah nothing no no fan question if we haven't lost them 25 minutes into this episode they're really hardcore i'm i'm sure many i'm sure many of our because we've got our hardcore fans who we know are still listening who are sitting there shout out to you guys yeah wondering like when are they gonna get to talking about anything other than selena gomez but then there's other people who aren't our hardcore fans who probably checked out so oh, if Selena Gomez is as popular as you're saying, we should gain. That's true. By just talk- maybe we'll name this episode Selena Gomez and see what. And happens. all the promo <laughs> pictures are her. Even though yeah, that's exactly she's like, like, all the promo pictures will be Selena Gomez. The title of the episode will be Selena Gomez, and I've spent most of the time saying she's only okay. And I'm and like, I don't know what I've she's in. in. Yeah, 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 we forgot she was in the one movie. That we're we're pretty sure she she was in. Hey, she clearly is going to have a bright future. She's young enough that I bet you. What is she like? Thirty? Maybe not even thirty. Oh yeah, I want to say she's probably younger than I am, but let's check. So she's probably like mid mid to late twenties in that area. So like she's gonna obviously thirty one. Thirty. She's one year younger than I am. So she's obviously going to be around for a long time. Um, she's probably going to be in more films and movies and things like that. So, uh, power to her. I think she's going to have a great career. Obviously I look forward to coming on this podcast one day and saying, wow, that was a fantastic Selena Gomez. When she wins her Oscar. Yeah. Well deserved Selena. Um, I will say this for, you know, the child actors that like make it out of child acting like unscathed because we know a lot of child mm-hmm. actors um, are not so lucky. They're probably, they probably have a reputation of being really good workhorses. Like even though oh, she may I'm not sure. be the most talented per se. And again, I, I, I can't say one way or the other because I don't listen to her music or watch her media. 
but I bet she is probably a pleasure to work with. Like mm-hmm. very professional, mm-hmm. comes in because you would have to be if you've been acting since you were like what? Y- yeah, you would have you would have picked up on a lot of habits that would be helpful. Um, and I think I think at the end of the day, if if she continue if she works hard, she'll probably she will improve. Like acting, I remember having this debate with people for a very long time. It's whether or not acting was just a skill that you're born with, or if it's something you have to work at. It's something you have to work at. You might have a, like you might have a bit of more skill than someone else, but if you don't work hard at developing it, it won't go anywhere, just like a muscle or anything else. So I think at the end of the day, if she keeps working hard, she'll probably improve. Um, and I don't know what her feud is with which Bieber. Haley, Justin Haley Bieber's Bieber. wife. Okay, so but <laughs> this is very like um, this is def- I would say this drama is like outside our age bracket, Mike. <laughs> yes, it's uh, we would we had no idea. I'm sure, I'm sure it's just one of those scenarios where you know it's it's a jealousy thing because if Selena so, Gomez has a lot of you know things going for her, she good opportunities. Maybe it's a jealousy. Selena Gomez, just just so you know, dated Justin Bieber. Oh, and we're like been on like very hot and heavy, um, (laughs) and like on and off again. And then he, I think, broke up with her for the last time, and very shortly thereafter, like got engaged to Haley Bieber. That's kind of the long and the short of it is. And uh, the drama is that allegedly Haley Bieber is always like shading Selena Gomez, Selena Gomez. (laughs) And (laughs) you're probably right. Like it is jealousy. Like the insecurity of being like the last girlfriend before, you know what I mean? Yes. But um, at the end of the day, they're probably just because of that scenario, they're probably never going to be friends. Like that's very hard. That's a hard situation for anyone to kind of accept anyway. Like that's kind of awkward. So yeah, that, that kind of makes sense. But again, like, probably like why would selena gomez care at the end of the day like obviously her career has taken off like i i get i know it's hard to for you know to balance your personal life and sometimes that can like get involved in how you're feeling like you can be very successful in your career and be very unhappy because your personal life isn't going the direction that you want but clearly she's like developed a strong fan following and you're saying that there's rumors or thoughts that she's like you know nice easy to work with you know, if you're a nice, well, I'm just, I'm speculating. I know she has a reputation of being like, well, like, but I'm speculating she's nice to work with. I have no yeah. idea, but uh, <laughs> she could be I a diva. She, even, even no... if she was a diva, even if she was diva, I bet you anything she wouldn't be anymore. Cause I don't see how some, like, I don't see how you couldn't just become more of an easy, easier person to work with on set with when, when after you've spent so much time working with Steve Martin and Martin Short. Yeah. Who like, are, like, I bet so you she's, back get, and... she's getting the best like education into comedy that you could possibly want. Like she will, after this, probably improve tenfold from all the things that we're talking about. So You know what? I, I know we are, we normally slag actors and we're like, oh, go home to your million dollar problems. It would be so weird though, because like everyone else their age, like Hailey Bieber's age and mm-hmm. Selena Gomez's age, like our mm-hmm. age, we live our lives on social media now. Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. how weird is it like, you and I, if we say, like, we were striking and we said, like, oh, we miss work, not news, not newsworthy. No. You know what Nobody I mean? Nobody would care. No one would care. <laughs> um, so, like, it must be so jarring. And, like, in real life, girls have beef, guys have beef, whatever. They yeah. subtweet or shade each other on social media. Not news. You know what I mean? You can be catty with each other on social media, whatever. 
But because there's million dollar celebrities, it makes headlines and there's like BuzzFeed listicle articles dissecting the timeline of their beef. Like that's wild. Really no, you make a really good point there. And I think, I think that is kind of the difference where we have in the past said, okay, yeah, go cry into your millions. But this would where it would be hard. You're younger. You live your life on social media anyway. You just wanted that's to never TikTok. Change. Yeah. All <laughs> she wanted to do was share and express, you know, her feelings of I'm missing work and the way I, I express is through social media. And I think that, that that is something that, yeah, it's it's important to remember that. And that's even something I have to remind myself. Because we often they're still human beings. Here. We often say on the show, like feelings. just yeah. keep your mouth shut. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when like actors like say something crazy and they like put their foot in their mouth <laughs> and they're like, and we're like, just keep your mouth shut and you'll keep your job. But like with this demographic, because we normally say that about older actors, like the Mel Gibsons, they're not on social media. But like the Selena Gomez is it's like we don't tell each other to keep our mouths shut. You know what I mean? But again, we're not yeah. like. I think there's a time and a place. Like, don't go spewing your, yeah, whatever. But yeah, <laughs> I think in this particular that, but... in this particular scenario, I feel bad for her. Like, my heart yeah, goes out she... to these young celebrities who are just trying to live their yeah. lives. I don't think it's very fair for people to sort of jump to the conclusion of like, well, now she's breaking this strike thing. Well, at the end of the day, I don't even think that's what she was expressing. I don't think she was saying, I miss, you know, uh, you know, I miss this show. Go watch it. Like it wasn't a promo. It was no. I miss working, and and it just so happens to be in this in this medium. So yeah, I, I I agree. When you read that to me, that was where my mind went. Oh, okay, she misses working. Like it didn't read as a promo. So I just think, yeah, everyone needs to kind of uh, chillax a little bit there. And you wouldn't you wouldn't even know what the show was about based on the description of the post. You know I, what I mean? Even, had she, had she not tagged the show, would you even be able to figure out? No. The name? No. Would you even know she's talking about, I guess because it would look like a set, you know she's talking about work. Like, yeah, work. Because someone could make that exact same post about like, oh, they just went and saw something. And like, oh, I miss it. I want to see it again. Like, it could have been anyone. If it, if it was a lower profile star, this just happened to be the most followed woman on all of social media, apparently. <laughs> Half a billion people. There are only 7 billion people on Earth. A half a billion of those follow Selena Gomez. Yeah, it's wild. <laughs> I can't even, I just can't get over that. I can't get over it. That is. I'm like, really, it's things like that where I'm like, I am not tuned into the mainstream. No. <laughs> I know that makes me sound like really pretentious, but I don't even mean it in that way. Like, I just am like, I'm, I must live under a rock. Like, I am not, I do not have the pulse of what's new and hot. <laughs> Well, yeah, because I, I wouldn't have guessed that. Like, if you were like, okay, who's the most followed woman on Instagram? I would have uh, guessed a Kardashian. Yeah, I would have said a Kardashian, maybe Taylor Swift. Yeah. But that's... Um, wow. But that, I wouldn't have said Selena Gomez, no. Oh, I, good for her. Yeah. Monetize no, that, girlfriend. At, absolutely. At the end of the day, good for her. Good for her for getting great work. I don't think she should have been, you know, publicly ostracized for making this kind of post. And you know, hopefully, the news cycle will for, will for the news cycle will forget it. By the time this episode oh, comes yeah. out, yeah. she'll have three other scandals. Yeah. <laughs> people will be thinking you just spent thirty five minutes talking about something that we're over yeah. <laughs> as a society. Um, okay, let's let's review our movies. Let's uh, let's get this over with. Uh, Taylor, why don't you start? Because I feel like you probably have the most to say about your film. So I want to make sure you get all of that in there. 
uh, because you decided to continue your Adam Sandler train here. Um, it's the year of Adam Sandler. That. I feel yeah. like. So what, what is this? The fourth film of his? Oh, it, it might've been, it might be. So I watched both those um, murder mystery movies. Um, and then at last week, was it not? Yeah, it was the outlaws, which was produced by him. And then this week I watched the movie produced by him and starring him and like his whole family. So, so it's the year of Adam Sandler for me. Yeah. And I'm sure I could find other connections as well. But um, um, so I watched You Are So Not Invited to My Bat Mitzvah, a, a stupid but fun name of a movie to say <laughs> you are so not invited to my bat mitzvah. And I, I told you this, Taylor, that when I when I was on Netflix trying to find a movie to watch. I saw that and thought, oh, you're, this is something Taylor will, uh, yep. will probably I'll watch. watch. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch willingly and have no problem watching it. Um, exactly, yes. <laughs> you know what? I um, I enjoyed it. It's a coming-of-age comedy-dramedy, comedy-dramedy drama, um, yeah. produced by Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler plays the dad. Uh, Idina Menzel. I was going to, I got tripped yeah. up because I was remembering what's his, that actor who like totally butchered her name during the award show. John <sighs> yeah. <laughs> he didn't even get it remotely correct. I think he, that wasn't I, even, that wasn't even in the same stratosphere. Like that wasn't. Okay. I was pretty close. close. I was. Yeah. You, you were close. He, he called her like, I don't even know what it, it was. Something like Adele Dazeen. Yeah. Like letters. Even, he pronounced letters that are like not in her name. Like not, he didn't even. even he and didn't read it off a card. Yeah, he didn't read it phonetically. I will say, no. I want to say he might have dyslexia, and that was like what. Which he would like, have ex- that, that would explain it. Yeah. yeah, but I'm like, you invented letters in that. Anyway, so she plays Adam Sandler's wife, and then I found this very cute. But we could get into nepotism, babies. His two daughters play his daughters in the movie. So um, Sadie Sandler plays the older sister, and then Sunny Sandler plays Stacy, who is the main character of the movie, the girl looking toward uh, looking forward to her bat mitzvah. Um, and for those who are not familiar with bat mitzvahs, often you will hear um, oh the the boy version bar uh, a bar mitzvah bar right b a r yes but it's the coming of age ceremony in the Jewish faith. Um, I believe when you're 13. Um, so so in popular culture, you often see like the boy version, but this movie is about specifically about the girls. Um, and it's based on a 2005 young adults novel of the same name. So um, watching this, I'm like, this has to be based on a young adult novel. <laughs> and it was. So um, it is pretty predictable. Like nothing like, you know, the it's the dramas of being like a 13 year old girl like preparing for like what feels like the biggest moment of your life up until that Mm. point um and like all the drama that it comes with um with your best friends and boys and you know your parents don't understand you but to me it felt very authentic like I'm like yes this is what it's like (laughs) being a 13 year old girl I'm I'm not Jewish but like I was a 13 year old girl and um I thought it was uh, very pleasurable to watch. This movie will not be for everyone because it definitely is, you know, it's based on a YA novel. Um, and so, you know, like a 60 year old grandpa watching it by himself 
probably won't get a lot out of this movie but if you watch it with your granddaughter maybe you will do you know what i mean like right um just by virtue of the content i don't think like this movie is for everyone but i think it's a really sweet um family movie and it's getting fairly good reviews i saw one headline that this is the highest ranked um adam sandler movie (laughs) Really? ever made um and that's really surprising but yeah apparently this is like super highly rated it has as of like today 96 on rotten tomatoes um so i will say that um sunny sandler the younger daughter of um adam sandler was very good in this movie like wow. <laughs> she i don't know and again, like we can get into nepotism or whatever, but like this casting really made a lot of sense. And um, the chemistry between Adam Sandler and his daughters and Adina Menzel, like they felt like a very authentic family. And then interestingly, Adam Sandler's real wife in r- real life played um, another mom in the movie. So <laughs> not his wife, but like another <laughs> another wife in the movie. So it really was like a family affair. Um, Everyone got involved. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, like I, it came in under two hours. It was like an hour 40. Like I said, it's like, it's not particularly um, novel. Like it really did feel like, um, hopefully I won't get in trouble for this, but a Jewish, are you there? God, it's me, Margaret. I guess right. you could say, are you there? God, it's me, Margaret, is a Jewish movie because she's half Jewish, half Christian. But um, mm-hmm. this one is like, you know, everyone in the movie is of the Jewish faith, except for one character, um, Mateo, this like little boy from Ecuador. Um, I shouldn't say little boy. He's the same age as, as all of them. That's the, I will mention, I will say they do look age appropriate. So, so you know how sometimes... You watch teen movies, and even if so, they're this takes place. They're all in the seventh grade. They all look like they're in the seventh grade, which As was opposed refreshing. Opposed to looking like they're twenty. Yeah, and like <laughs> yeah. real seventh graders, where you're like, right. oh, like you haven't really reached puberty yet, or like right, puberty has right. just started. Like the boys. Yeah. And so there's this one boy that they like. Everyone has a crush on, and he's like such a doofus. And you're like, yeah, like that is a grade seven boy people would have a crush on, but like, he's nothing. He's like nothing. You know what I mean? Like nothing in the sense that like, he looks like a doofus, <laughs> but everyone's in love with him. But like, of course everyone looks like a doofus when they're in the <laughs> grade seven. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is not going the direction I thought it was. I didn't know where you were going with this, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Just like, um, yeah, just like, <laughs> And he's like, he just is a doofus. Like when he talks, you're like, that's who the girls like. And you're like, yep, that a 13 year old girl would like that boy, you know? So it just felt very authentic and it felt really sweet. And like the dynamic um, of the, like the core family was very cute. And like, it's breezy. Like I, I will say like 2023 has been like the year of like breezy movies for me, but I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like, I want to see a return to seeing more of these like breezy movies in theaters. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not everything like you had mentioned um, with Barbie and Oppenheimer, not everything needs to be a tentpole movie. Not everything needs to be Marvel or, um, you know, like the fourth movie in a, in a franchise. Sometimes you just want to watch a nice 
hour 40 movie 40 minute movie with your family you know <laughs> like yeah. go to the movies with your do- your daughter or whatever um and so i i really enjoyed this movie that is to say this is a netflix movie so you can't go see this in theaters but you can definitely go watch it um if you have a netflix account who doesn't um and i say it was you know it was well worth a watch i enjoyed it one other thing i want to mention is it a see it is that what you're saying is is this movie a see it i would say it's a see it for like a certain demographic you know i always right. have to have a caveat right. like i yeah i, I know like, you can't like, just <laughs> like mike like this movie like this isn't a see it for you right but but a different demographic it's yeah just... like if you have like um children who are like middle schoolers like i think this is a very appropriate movie for like a family to sit down who has like middle schoolers or like even like right. i think a lot of um young adult women would enjoy this movie because it you know you'll remember being 13 and like coming of age and stuff and you would enjoy it um i liked this movie more than are you there god is me margaret and i would say the movies are like fairly comparable Mm -hmm. um but you like this one a little bit more but i liked this one a little bit more and i can't Mm. remember if i said are you there god if it's me margaret is a stream it or is it i think i you said it was a stream it i think yeah to me this is like it's a yeah it was really to it me, was, it sounds like a see it. I mean, I know what you're saying about like demographics, but I feel like that's kind of, to me at least, on this show, demographics are kind of like a given. Like you're supposed to know yourself and whether or not, like it doesn't, you're, yeah. you're right. It doesn't sound like a movie I would enjoy, but that's not, to me, that's not what you, who you're rating it for. Um, and like, this isn't, this isn't going to be an Oscar winner. You know what I mean? Like this mm-hmm, isn't going to mm-hmm. do the rounds during um, award season. It's a very breezy, sweet, yeah. um, family movie you know what i mean and like we don't get a lot of those as far as i know like i can't think like i feel like we've kind of missed out on this like sweet spot of like movies you can go with like preteens if that makes sense like specifically that group i feel like there's like children's movies which like are haven't been like phenomenal lately then there's like like marvel you know what i mean like because marvel is like a lot in large part like family movies like i know a lot of families who go see it together yeah but like it's definitely targeted for families to go together yeah but where they're like the nice like the quote-unquote like sweet preteen family movies i don't know i can't really think of anything recently i I think i honestly think you're right and one of the things that i think i'm struggling with myself right now is i'm looking i'm in the mood where i just want a nice movie right now but but again for me that genre is not exactly what i would look for but the movies that i'm searching for like the movies that i i reviewed and watched this week were me trying to find like oh i just kind of want a fun action movie or a fun adventure movie or like yeah. that type of thing and they don't seem to be that many like there's oh this thing is part of a six part series or this thing's part of oh there's this is the third of a movie and like yeah it's okay i've seen those where are the like original like this that and the ones that are being made are not very good you're telling me you've stumbled upon a movie that kind of fits that category of, oh, you can, you know, you can watch it with your, your family and it's just kind of a nice, fun, sweet movie. Yeah. Like, it sounds like it, it hit all the right boxes. Adam Sandler 
it keeps giving me the nice, sweet, middle of the line movies that I've been. You've been craving. giving him a lot of praise. <laughs> this has become the Adam Sandler <laughs> Appreciation Hour. Um, one other thing I want to mention about the movie um, yeah. for SNL fans: um, Sarah Sherman, who was um, on the 47th season of of SNL um, in 2021. I don't think she's on SNL anymore. I think she might have left. I'm not 100% sure. Um, Because there was like a rash. There was like a whole group of SNL actors that have left. Yeah. um, Recently. So I apologize. I I don't, I'm not up to date on SNL. But anyways, Sarah Sherman, she was um, on SNL. She plays the rabbi in the movie and was very funny. <laughs> I I, I could see it though, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like yeah, yeah. Just kind of like progressive rabbi. Um mm-hmm. and so that's a a little, you know, a little uh trivia for anyone who wants to watch this movie. If you think, "Oh, she looks a little bit familiar." She was on SNL. So, anyways, yes, I I think this is a see it, it for me. Again, ask me again at the end of the year when I do my my yeah, wrap up. Yeah. But that's how I felt like last week with Outlaws, which I gave a, a stream it. Ask me again um, in a little while. But I don't know. I'm just in the mood for light, breezy, happy movies, and this did it. You know, there's something to be said about predictability. Where some I I see that a lot in um, reviews, and like I sometimes fall into that trap where I'm like, oh, it was predictable. But like, right. there predictability is um in a way like a safety and like when you're Mm -hmm. watching like a nice breezy movie like you want you want to be assured that it's all going to work out in the end you know what i mean like i'm not tuning yeah i'm not tuning into this movie being like i hope it ends in tragedy like no i hope all all of the fights are resolved and everyone has a happy ending and i'm happy degree isn't that why you're there exactly kind of movie yeah like to a certain degree like that's what you you're there for yeah you know you're like i know what i'm gonna get with this movie and i'm gonna enjoy the the journey that i go on and that's that's what it was with this movie yeah you want to be entertained but you really don't want the twist of like and they all die at the end like that's not what you're looking for and she had cancer all along you know, yeah, they get, that she would ruin before the movie. she could resolve her <laughs> her conflict. Like that's not what I want. No, I just want a nice, breezy, happy family movie, and that's what I got, and I enjoyed it. There you go. Um, I I I tortured myself for four and a half hours by watching two absolute pieces of garbage back to back, uh, back to back, uh, because I started watching one, and I and about thirty minutes in, I I I did the thing, Taylor, where I'm like. I can't do it. I can't do it. I have to change movies. I'm, I'm switching movies. So I, so I, I started watching Bird Box Barcelona. Yeah. So I remember liking the Bird Box movie that, that Sandra Bullock was in. Sandy. That was a Netflix original. Um, and I remember enjoying it. I didn't think it was incredible, but I thought it was good. So I thought, oh, Bird Box Barcelona. Same thing, but in Barcelona. Cool. Like, we'll just see what, like, what else we get out of this world. Taylor, it was so bad. I, so first of all, it took me longer than I'm proud of to realize that I had, it, it was, the whole movie is is not in English, but I, I, Spanish, I had the, I it's in, oh yeah, it's in Spanish, but you, it took me 30, almost 30 minutes, and I'm not proud of this, to realize that I had the English, like, audio on, so it was dubbed. <laughs> And I, the whole time, like, why is everyone's mouths moving so poorly? Like, I didn't even... It didn't You're like, is this part of the movie? Yeah, like, why, why is everyone, like, so terrible at acting? And then I realized 
about 30 minutes in, oh, it's most of it's in Spanish. So I, I flip that off. I'm like, okay, put subtitles on, go into Spanish, and, and I'll just watch it with subtitles. D- didn't help, but the dialogue was just atrocious in this movie. I don't even understand why this movie was made. Like, they wanted to return to this world. It wasn't... Like, everyone figuring out how to live with zombies is the minute a zombie movie becomes uninteresting. And that's kind of what Bird Box was. Is it was, we've learned how to live with these creatures. We have to keep blindfolds on. We've learned how to navigate without sight. And now, like, all humans are bad or whatever, which is always, you know, that's where things always go to in these types of movies. Like, I'm comparing it to zombie movies. There's always the bad humans. But the zombies remain a threat, and that's what good you know, films and TV shows, but zombies do in Burt Box, Barcelona. They're not even like really a threat anymore. They've just all figured out, well, we just don't have to look at them. And now they've lived life long enough to figure out how to adapt. To but there's like an e- evil cabal. That's the, yeah. Of the movie. Yeah. And Taylor, Taylor, I, okay. Something happens at the beginning of this movie and then happens a little later. And I laughed and I'm not proud of it because it's not funny. Okay, I'm going to say it's not funny. The villains at the beginning and later are actually blind people. So obviously they adapted faster because they've lived their lives without sight. That's, but what happens... That's bold of a movie to say that. Oh, it gets worse. <laughs> this is, that's just the beginning. So there's a part at the beginning of the movie where the two main characters are running and one of them gets hit really hard in the face with like a, a walking stick. Like, right. you know how, you know, blind the tap, the walking stick. Yeah. And, and at first you're like, wait, who did that? Like, even I was, I was kind of captivated at the beginning. I'm like, what's going on? Then three people slowly walk, tapping their sticks, coming out. And they were supposed to be menacing. But it, it was really funny. I'm because laughing. they're just like, they're just like tapping. I'm just and like- they're coming kind of- <laughs> Yeah, and I thought I thought it was like, is this a parody? Like, this is the one of the things that would have been in like those like scary movies, yeah. or, like movies, right? Like, it would have been like, oh, and then these three people come out and they have their walking sticks and they do their. But it was so poorly. Executed. Like, I feel like you could, yes, like I feel like you could have done that and been sinister or made it look sinister, but it was so poorly executed that I was like, that's that's funny, and it made me laugh, and it was awful. And the rest of the movie kind of then continues, and later comes back that there's kind of like different factions and one of them is everyone in the factions blind and it just doesn't work like i i think the best example i can think of is like when you had a a, a character who was blind and they were sinister was that movie don't breathe where yeah. the he was an older ex-military guy he's blind these young people break into his house he turns all the lights off turns all the lights off and then he starts hunting them that was sinister yeah that's but a scary just, movie it is. It is. And, and like a really well done, like, horror movie. This was so poorly executed. It's just not even worth watching. Like, yeah, yes, it was bold, the movie. I don't think they took it very seriously. Bird Box Barcelona, not only is it a skip it, like, throw it out. Don't. I don't even know why they made this movie. Trying to capitalize on the Bird Box. So I turned the movie off half hour. And I also, lazy name. Lazy name yes. for a movie. Yeah. I, the fact that it was in Barcelona had nothing to do with anything. Um, so... I turned it off half hour, eventually back. But what I went to was Heart of Stone with Gal Gadot and Jamie, um, whatever, from Fifty Shades of Grey guy. Yeah, um, yeah. 
that dude, Jamie something. I know his name's yeah. Jamie something. So they, they're in it, and it's basically like a spy movie, but it's sort of a spy within a spy movie. So they have this like MI6 style, like four person team. But the whole time, Gal Gadot is also a secret agent that is there to help them without them knowing she's there to help them, though she's on the team as like the tech person. She's like the computer person. You know, someone sits at the computer, it's her. But then she'll like, you know, come up with a reason to have to leave and then like helps them without knowing because she's like some super soldier thing. I'm laughing again. Like, I don't even. Yes, because it's because it feels it's a fake movie. It feels like it's not real. It feels like I'm watching something and it should belongs in another movie. Also, why is she being Ted Cast as like um, an international lady of mystery? Because that's. I feel like that was her character in that movie I watched with The Rock and yes, Ryan Reynolds. It's, the, it's basically the same character. Like, other than they add this thing of like, oh, she's pretending to be a tech genius. And like the techie person who's like, well, like oh, she's good in this, this movie, right? She's part of. The- she, yeah, yeah, no, she, she's like, okay. the, she's part of the good team. Because in Red Notice like, or whatever I watched, she was the bad baddie. She's the villain, yes. But if she's, she's like the like- opposite. Yeah, but she's still like international woman of mystery. Yeah. She's like this super soldier thing, but no one knows. And she gets helped by her like Irish companion or whatever. Um, and she like, who he, he has like a computer that predicts probabilities. Oh, you have like a 100% chance over here, but you have an 80% chance over here, whatever. Like it helps her. But she just basically, yeah, it's like a, another secret weapon kind of thing. So it's a hat on a hat. You got to, you got to. You know. Not to be rude to tech people, but like, what a lame cover! Like, oh, what I'm saying the... she's she, she's not believable as a tech person, or just like that's a I'm weird the tech. Idea. Like, I don't know. That just seems to go weird. I don't. I guess I gotta. Maybe it makes more sense in the movie, but it doesn't make sense that she's like pretending to be a tech person. But more also sense, a Taylor. You're giving this movie way too much credit. It doesn't make a lick of sense. It doesn't. <laughs> it has no redeeming qualities. It wasn't as bad. As Bird Box Barcelona, and I did end up going back to finish it because I'm like, I might as well finish the movie. There's only like a half hour left. But this movie was painful to get through, and I just needed to watch something. So I had to find something and thought, okay, Bird Box isn't working out. Terrible. Not only is it a skip it, it doesn't even try. I think it's just, it, it like, I'm, I'm comparing it to, yes, that Red Notice movie, but also The Atom Project, which was like another Netflix sci-fi movie that like, had action elements to it but was at least somewhat interesting like they're like okay we're going to do something interesting with this yes it's going to be kind of a lame meh direct to streaming movie but we're going to do something interesting with it this movie was just like yeah it's kind of like it's kind of like 007 but if 007 was also another spy for another organization there to help but undercover See, like it was wh- just too when you were much. describing it i'm like oh it's like james bond but james bond is also the tech person yes exactly but that's like, exactly what this movie lame. is and, and she has to try to keep it from everyone else <laughs> so like the lame. team leader is is 50 shades a gray guy he's the team leader Does and he she know? basically has to no he has no idea no he he, he, he thinks she's the techie do you think <laughs> like she's there trying? to crack the code do you think they're trying to make her the next angelina jolie Maybe she's gonna be. Um, she was cast as uh, uh, Cleopatra and the evil queen in Snow White, I think. Yeah, so she's yes, I think she'll probably she's our next action star, I guess. I, I thought we were making Alicia Vikander that, and then her uh, Tomb Raider bombed. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. I, she's actually a talented <laughs> she, actress, though. I she like was her. very good in Man from Uncle, yeah, I think she's very talented. 
I like yeah. her. I like yeah. her a lot more there than Gal Gadot. <laughs> Another skip it. Don't watch any either of these movies. I guess watch the Bar Mitzvah for one if you're going to watch something on Netflix. So there you go. That's it. Those are our recommendations we made it. for the week. We made it. Uh, you'll hear from us again next week. Go see some movies. <laughs>